Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. You know, anytime I run into anybody who is going through some challenges, maybe it's, maybe there's anxiety, maybe there's stress, or they just want to stop smoking, or they just want to stop a certain habit. My first go-to is hypnotherapy. And I wish I knew about it years ago. I only discovered it, well, of course we knew about it, but I only discovered how valuable it is just a couple of years ago. And I am like all about hypnotherapy. Let's take it a layer deeper with something called QHHT. We're going to learn about that today from somebody who helps a lot of people all the time. QHHT, by the way, is Quantum Healing Hypnosis Technique, and she is a practitioner of that in Tennessee, near Nashville, and she's with us today. Marta Swaffer joins us here on the program. Marta, welcome. How are you? Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm so thrilled to be with you all. I am so happy to have you here, and I've heard a lot about QHHT, and not really sure exactly what it is. I got hypnotherapy. I've done that Mm -hmm. before for all different things. I even had hypnotherapy for forgiveness, believe it or not. Um, Wow, yes. Yes, that, that could be addressed. Yeah. So how is QHHT hypnosis different than regular hypnosis? Oh, that's a great, great question to start with. It is very different because it addresses the problem from a completely different view. So let me give you an example to highlight the difference. Let's say that you are obese and you are struggling with losing weight and you have tried every diet out there. You actually committed to it and yet it seems like you can't even lose it out. So regular hypnosis could help you by addressing the bad habit and that's what you are familiar with. Uh, It will try to reprogram your response to food or exercise But see, the problem is it doesn't address the root cause of it. There is a deeper issue that was the cause of your obesity. And if you don't address that, the problem will still exist and will have to manifest again. It could be through a yo-yo effect or um, it actually can develop into completely new addiction. So now... UHHT approaches this from a completely different way. It allows me to go very, very deep into the psyche and talk to your subconscious. And please allow me to go a little bit deeper because that needs explanation. Yes, and as I've learned that pretty much everything that we deal with or the challenges that we deal with, it's in our subconscious. And it could have could have been put there... When you were a kid, you could have been walking by the kitchen and heard people talking and they said something and then you thought that was for you and you could have been four years old and now it's stuck in your, your subconscious and there's so many other things. But yeah, let, let's, let's go deeper into that. Please explain. That, that is exactly right. So during our waking hours, our conscious and subconscious mind work together and are involved in all kinds of activities like thinking, talking, working, you know, anything anything that you do. So conscious mind is something that you are aware of and you are in control of. And the opposite is for the subconscious mind. So your overeating would fall into the subconscious part of the brain because you are not in control of it, right? Um, So during QHHT sessions, I'm able to flip them. 
So the conscious mind recedes to the background and the subconscious mind comes up to the surface and I'm able to talk to it, to chat with it. And let me tell you, when that switch happens, it is a very profound moment because I see a visible change in the client. Sometimes they start speaking with a different voice. The mm. manner, the way they speak is different. It, it honestly feels like I'm talking to a completely different person. I've but never the, seen that, and I never realized that that was even a possibility, Mark. Yes, because nobody really talks about it. So this is so, so interesting. But listen to this. The biggest change that I see when the subconscious flips is in the advice that it's giving. You need to understand that by this time, I've been talking to the client for hours, and I know their story of their life. I know, you know, I know their problems, but what I hear from the subconscious is completely different from when I talk to them in a conscious state. So that part of your mind knows everything about you. There is no secret. It knows the root causes to all of your problems. And, you know, I'm giving here obesity as an example, but it could mm -hmm. be really anything. It doesn't really have to be an addiction. It could be problem in a relationship, problem with your health, problems at work. So going back to the example of, of the obesity, the subconscious in QHHC hypnosis might reveal that the cause is actually your situation at home because you are not allowed to speak up or express how you feel. And because of that, you've learned to hold in all of your emotions. But what you didn't realize is that by instructing your body to do that over and over and over, you know, hold everything, hold everything in, you were also instructing to hold on to the weight. So in, case, in that case, in order to lose weight, you need to address your situation at home. And um, as you can see, this, <laughs> this hypnosis is very, very powerful and for addiction, I could even pair it together with regular hypnosis for the best results. So that way we can address the cause and the effect, which wow. is the habit. I, I'm a believer in everything we need is within us now. Like you can yes. heal yourself physically, yes. mentally, but there's things that get in the way, be it your subconscious. We get on the way. Yes. We get on the way. We're constantly talking that we are sick, we are sick, something is wrong with us. And our body listens. If you are sick, yeah, then you are sick. Mm. So really, just finding a way to get away from our conscious mind to that subconscious part, and that could be very helpful in any, any part of healing. So I'm aware of a, a regular hypnotherapy session, but mm -hmm. I, I'm curious, what does a typical QHHT hypnosis session look like? Oh, it's completely different. First of all, it's, it's very long. It's usually is about between five to seven hours. Wow. Yes. <laughs> it's a half a day thing, definitely. Uh, but the session consists of three parts, interview, hypnosis, and post-hypnosis. And let me, let me tell um, you about each one of them. So interview takes about two to four hours. And I think, you know, it's such a beautiful experience because we sit in front of each other and have a heart-to-heart -heart conversation. And the atmosphere in my office is almost intimate. It's quiet, cozy, the lights are low. So I really take my time in this part, in the interview part, because what happens during hypnosis depends on the success of the interview. And I'll tell you why. So two things are accomplished here. I get to find out the story of my client, their problems, you know, 
any problems that they are struggling with. Mm-hmm. And number two, there is something else that happens behind the scenes. On a subconscious level, my client has to make a decision to trust me, to let me in to the deepest levels of their psyche. So in a way, the interview happens both ways, although one of them is subconsciously. I'm being interviewed as well. Ah, okay. Interesting. Um, Okay, so the second part of the session is the hypnosis itself, and that takes usually about two to three hours, and this is where the magic happens. And uh, my biggest goal goal here is to get the client deep enough in trance so I can perform that switch I was talking about. Uh, where I can receive the conscious mind into the background and bring forward the subconscious. And as I said before, you know, most of the time it looks like I'm talking to a different person, and actually most of the time the client starts referring to himself in a third person as he was, like, talking about someone else. And the subconscious speaks as we. And let, let, me, let me give an example because I know this could be confusing. So let, uh, let's say I would ask you when you were under hypnosis and the subconscious already came through and I would say, why does Steve procrastinate? And the answer would be, we know it comes from his perfectionism. He is afraid to fail, so he'd rather not do it at all. Marta, this, this is true. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, honestly, I have let a lot of the perfectionism go, but I have done just what you said. And I found, I'll just share with you, I found an article that yeah. was in a newspaper when I was 17. And back then, I was I was already in, in broadcast, believe it or not. I started mm-hmm. very young. But I was also uh, into drawing cartoons and almost became a syndicated cartoonist. And a library had a, um, a display of my work, and the newspaper did a story. And I, there's a quote for me at age 17 that I'm a perfectionist, even back then, but I let a lot of it go. But I totally get what you're saying in terms of the uh, pro- procrastination, because if you don't feel you can, if you feel it can't be perfect, you're like, All right, I'll, I'll wait a little bit longer. I'll wait a little bit longer. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, please continue. It's better not to do it at all. Yes. It's yep. better not to do it at all because if I start, I might fail and that doesn't feel good, right? Exactly right. Yeah. So, yeah. So that that just like, but I was I was um, quoting that to just tell you that sure. he would not talk about himself like I am. You know, I'm a, a perfectionist. The, the words that will come out of his mouth would be, "We know it comes from his perfectionist." Like he's talking about himself in a third person. Like, like it's almost like um, the person speaking is of a collective consciousness because they they say we. Yep. Um, so. That's why the, the help giving under hypnosis is so, so valuable because it comes from a deeper knowledge and mm. that always knows the truth. And see, like, we don't need months of therapy to get to the bottom of things. This, this QHHT technique is fast and effective. And I'm not saying that this is a magic pill, that, you know, you, need, you still need to grow, you need to change, you need to do the work, but at least, you have an exact map how to get there. So um, going back to the hypnosis, once I'm connected to the subconscious, uh, I ask questions on behalf of my clients. And before someone comes to me, I tell them to bring a list of questions they would like me to ask. So I weave those in into the conversation with the subconscious to get the answers. And once I do, uh, it's over. I slowly bring my client out of the trend. And then we have the post-hypnosis recap, which is the last 
part of the session. So once they're, they're awake, I go over what happened during hypnosis, what was said, what were the answers. Um, I really give this time to the clients so they can get back to themselves because I need them to be fully alert before leaving my office. <laughs> so I'm kind of killing time, but, you know, I'm talking to them how they feel because they're kind of out of it. And I do record the whole session so the client can listen to the recording afterwards. And uh, it's kind of like he listens to himself giving him advice on that recording. It's pretty funny. I, I, but, do wanna, I just want to jump in here for anybody yeah. that's not familiar with hypnotherapy, that all t- types of it, it's not like the, the hypnotherapist is controlling your mind or can make you do things that you don't want to do. Not at all. Uh, a lot of people think that, but I just want to get that out of the way because you know, we've seen on TV, uh, a hypnotherapist uh, allegedly can make somebody you know bark like a dog or you know cluck like a chicken. Yeah, but and, those people, those people agreed to that. Right. That's why that is performed. You you can always choose not to not to do that, and that would not be able to be performed. But they did. They did agree to that. And to your point you're not going to do anything that goes against you. So, you know, no. Marta is not going to uh, hypnotize you and you're not giving up your bank bank uh, account numbers. You're no. not giving up. None of that. It's not going to happen. Uh, if you normally would give that information up, then potentially, but most of us wouldn't. But I just want to get that out of the way there just so people understand. Yes, and everything is recorded. So I'm not not hiding anything. You, know? sure. you have every single word after what you can listen to. Yeah, exactly. So what are some of the, now you just identified a few things. We talked about perfectionism and, and other things. What are some of the other examples of how QHHT can help somebody? Mm. So you can get answers to any really part of your life, but maybe to give you some, um, some examples, uh, I will start with the career. So I had this lady who was an, an unpublished writer, and she had like three books worth of written stuff hidden somewhere in a drawers in her house under the key. So the subconscious told her she needs to publish, which books they wanted her to publish, which publisher to go with and why. And by the way, that was not a publisher she would have chosen consciously at all. She was told to get an editor but not to pick the first one who will approach her because that is not the right person for her. She needs to be patient and wait for someone better. Because she would have jumped into the first opportunity she was given, you know, and that wasn't good for her. So you can see the subconscious can give you very precise step-by-step what you need to take, um, you know, in your career. And this lady published her book and now is preparing for the second one. Um, so I'm very excited for her. Wow. Um, yeah. Um, another example I can give you is um, guidance that is given through uh, about relationship. I had a lady who got recently divorced but still was hung up on her ex-husband. And the reason they got divorced, it was because he cheated on her and he was, he was an alcoholic. And now, currently, he was in a relationship with that other woman. And my client was just devastated, heartbroken every time she saw him because he would be always on his best behavior. He would act like he was the man she fell in love with. He even told her he went to a rehab and wasn't drinking anymore. 
So, you know, she started to wonder if she maybe made a mistake letting him go. Mm. So the subconscious revealed that his behavior is a total facade. The real him is a complete mess. He lies about being sober. He lies about being happy. He knows he, um, he screwed up by cheating, but doesn't want to be perceived as a guy who destroyed his marriage by, you know, a stupid mistake. So he continues that very unhappy relationship with that other woman so he can tell others, oh, my marriage broke because I fell in love with that other woman, but look, we are so happy we are together, you know. But it's all life. Wow. Uh, so yeah. in that situation, mm-hmm. you know, you worked with the woman. Yeah. And what did it reveal? What did she figure out? So I've got, you know, the, we've got a guy who on the surface looks like a great guy. Everything's great. Yeah. But he's got some deep issues, um, of course, cheating on and on. But what did it reveal about the woman in terms of why she put up with that or why she didn't see what he was really doing or what he was really about? Because apparently she thought he was a good guy. I think she didn't want it to. He was her um, sweetheart from sure. uh, high school. So, and they were married for a very long time, and he was the father of her kids. Sure. Um, but they didn't really talk that much about why she didn't. They really concentrated what really she should do and what she should see. But you can imagine how shocked she was when she found that out, because that, none of that was what she was consciously thinking. But so, why did her, what I'm getting at here is, and mm-hmm. maybe, maybe the answer isn't, isn't clear um, or not there, but why did her subconscious allow this to continue um, that, that she must have had an idea that, you know, he's, you know, he's, he may not be the best guy ever, but she continued with it. Was there something in, in her subconscious that was telling her maybe from her childhood that I'm not good enough, so I have to settle for him or, you know, what, Mm. what was it? Anything that, that you uncovered there? No, there wasn't really anything was said about that. Um, I think, she was just blind, to be honest. She wanted to, she wanted to have that perfect, perfect marriage, and you know she had a pretty good and comfortable life. And maybe that is a problem mm. that we we um, we are able to withstand some trouble if you know we can hold our family together. Sure. But she, I think, she got to the point that she couldn't do that anymore. It got so bad that it was it was pretty much over. But. Then he came back and trying to put up this face that he's, you know, look what you've lost. I'm so wonderful, and look what, look, look what you're missing. So, you know, she actually came to me for regular hypnosis to change her emotional response to her husband because she was so distraught every time she saw him. But look, what she got instead was an understanding of who he really is, and that really changed the way she felt about him. So mm. we, didn't, we didn't have to trick her mind like we would have had to do with the traditional hypnosis. She did it on her own, and it made her feel really powerful. You know, when she woke up, she told me the attachment she felt for her husband, because she felt that attachment all the time she couldn't get rid of, it was gone. Well, we, so, you know, we probably should point out here, too, that uh, you're not programming anybody's mind, isn't it? You're, oh, no. you're allowing us to realize what's going on and then giving us the tools to, to really rewire things, if you will. I uncover the, I uncover the truth. Yes. I just answer, I, I just ask questions. I don't answer anything. I'm there just to facilitate the hypnosis 
And as I said, every client comes to me with the, uh, they have a homework before they come to this session. They have to write down all the questions to the subconscious in the relationship, in the work, whatever they want. And I just talk to the subconscious and I say, hey, listen, can you tell me a little bit about, uh, you know, her ex-husband, she is, is, what is going on over there? And she just starts speaking. She actually didn't remember anything from that session. Wow. Like, she completely blacked out. She woke up and she was like, so how was it? And I'm like, oh, my gosh, just wait until to listen what you said. She was just blown away. So, you know, the subconscious knows the truth about people that you are in, involved with. So I think literally I, this could have saved her, saved her from going back to him. Mm. So, let's yeah. let's look at the brain waves. Can you talk a little bit about the different brain waves and how they relate to the depth of uh, how this all works? Yeah, absolutely. So um, there are three different brain waves to explain that: um, beta, alpha, and theta. And for simplicity, just let's call it one, two, and three. Okay. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> during our waking hours, our brain mostly operates on number one. So thinking, talking, working, it all operates on number one brainwave. But within one minute that you sit down in front of TV to relax, your brain changes from one to two. And that is a light hypnotic state. We are very highly suggestible in this. So all the information that we perceive in that moment bypasses through our critical thinking and goes straight to our subconscious. So we need to be very careful what goes on on that TV. So through QHHT, we can reach brain brainwave number three, and that is the deepest state of trance that is possible. You cannot go any deeper. You will fall asleep if you go any deeper. And what which which brainwave is that? Is that theta? Okay, it's it's called theta. Got it. Okay. Theta. Uh, and that is the the state between being asleep and being being awake. So you go through that twice a day. Uh, and this is, this is where your brain needs to be in order for this switch to happen. Remember the switch I was talking, the switching the subconscious with the, um, with the conscious mind? So you need to be in number three in theta for the switch to be able to be performed. And it usually requires about an hour under hypnosis to get from number two to three. So, you know, irregular hypnosis cannot even do that within one hour you sit there. So once I have you in that day, I ask for the subconscious to come through and, and I talk to it. So. Wow. Uh I, there's a lot here to talk about. We're I'm learning a lot. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I, we are going a little deep here. But um, in terms of when you're hypnotized, you're, you're fully conscious, right? Oh, it really depends. I, I, I never know which client is going to be, uh, you know, that will remember anything or nothing. It really, it, it really depends on the person. There are also different degrees of post-session memory. You know, some people, as I said, remember everything, and some people nothing at all. And it doesn't really matter as far as effectiveness goes, uh, but people who stay conscious say uh, it is a weird feeling when you watch yourself give answers that you would never have thought of. And uh, it is like you are speaking before you can think. That's how it feels when the subconscious comes through. Hmm. So it's kind of like... Things are done to you, and you're just kind of watching it from the side. You, Marta, you're making me think because yeah, when I I 
feel that I remember everything when I was hypnotized. I, I think uh -huh. I, I, I want to say I remember everything that went on, but how do I know if I do? <laughs> exactly, because you don't remember what you forgot. Yes. So I. That's why. Wow. Sorry, that's why it's so important that you, everybody listens to the recording because people that remember partially, they don't know what they forgot. Mm -hmm. So very often when you re-listen to the recording, you will be like, oh my gosh, I totally don't remember that. That's crazy. And here I yeah. am Here I am walking around thinking that I remember everything that went on during that and feeling good about myself, but it's, it's normal not to potentially not remember certain yeah. things. Um, mm -hmm. we're, we're just about out of time. I want to okay. tell everybody your website and when somebody works with you, obviously at your location near Nashville, but you can do it virtually anywhere in the world, right? Um, not really. Okay. I rather really do it face to face. I've done it. I've done it online, but I only do it in like, um, I'm, I'm open to do it. But I'd rather not. <laughs> gotcha. No, I, I totally get it. And it's a, when I did hypnotherapy, it was like an hour, maybe two, if I remember correctly. That is if I can remember. Um, yeah. <laughs> but with QHHT, like you said, you know, it's it's many hours. It's about six, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's your website, Marta? Uh, it's just my name, Marta Swaffer. There is no H. M-A-R-T-A-S-W-A-F-F-E-R.com. So, and my email is the same, martaswaffer at gmail.com. Thank you for today. Learned so much. I've always heard about oh. QHHT, but never really knew you know, deeper about it. And uh, I appreciate you being here. Oh, thank you so much for having me. There is much more to talk about, but maybe next time. <laughs> I, I know that. Yeah, hopefully we can uh, do that next time. And uh, I look forward to that if we can. All right. Thank you, Steve. Thank you. We'll be right back. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Jason Derulo. I love that music connects to people all over the country, but unfortunately, so does something else. Childhood hunger. 15 million kids struggle with hunger right here in America. And yet, every year, billions of pounds of surplus food in the U.S. go to waste instead of going to the children in need. Feeding America is working to change this. The Feeding America nationwide network of food banks rescues this surplus of food to help provide meals to families in virtually every community in the United States, including yours. But they just can't do this alone. Join me in the fight against hunger in America. For more information on what you can do to get involved, visit feedingamerica.org. That's feedingamerica.org. Together we can solve hunger. Together, we're feeding America. A message from Feeding America and the Ad Council.